Dream Life Worship Center in Randallstown, Maryland, is an uplifting church, helping people live their dreams and fulfill their purpose by following the Word of God. Enjoy this message. All right, let's go in your Bibles to Psalms 102. Thank you so much, Music Ministry, all of you. I'm going to read quickly, and I'm going to get into this message, and I'm going to pour into you. And remember, when you sit down, I'll still be standing. <laughs> Psalms 102. Let's follow a few verses. Verse 1 says, Hear my prayer, O Lord, and let my cry come to you, and do not hide your face from me in the day of my trouble. Your Bible may say, in the day of my distress. Incline your ear to me in the day I call and answer me speedily. There is a prayer that causes an accelerated answer. Move down in, in the scripture. and It's a lot I can read from here, but I just want to give uh, the verses that, that, are, that are relative to what I'm speaking today. Verse 12. But you, O Lord, shall endure forever. And the remembrance of your name to all generations. That includes us. You will arise and have mercy on Zion. For the time to favor her. Yes. The set time. Has come. I said has what? Has come. I want to talk from the subject. And we're going through some other scriptures as we minister but Psalms 102 verse 13 is my theme scripture this morning and we're talking from the theme harvest favor but today the Lord says unexpected favor has come come on come on lift your hand somebody got that already unexpected favor has come to dream life and if you're in this temple unexpected favor father we thank you for your word for the anointing is on your word Thank you for the agreement about my prayer earlier this day. In Jesus' name, amen. You may be seated. Unexpected favor. Now, in the beginning of the month, we prayed for three days and consecrated, and the Lord said we will do that as we move forward. First three days of the month, we're going to consecrate ourselves unto the Lord. And when we consecrate and pray this past month, the I went in the prayer that week. I had a whole series kind of laid out as what I was going to teach Wednesday night and through Bible study. And when we consecrated after the third day, I was in prayer one day and the Holy Spirit said, son, you have broken through. Unexpected favor now has come to dream. I shifted everything and began this minister and administered it in, in Dallas and the testimonies have been unbelievable. I mean, well, they're believable. I won't say unbelievable. They've just been supernatural. I mean, just quick breakthroughs. People received the word unexpected favor. And I said, okay, what should I say today? He said, well, say the same thing. Amen. Tell them they, they, they prayed and they can expect unexpected. <laughs> Ooh, glory to God. That's, now, now, I want you to get this. This is very important because when you pray, it's important that you watch as well as pray. Sometimes we pray so fervently, but we're not watching. 
You don't just watch for temptation, but you also watch with expectation. Pray, you pray, you pray, but you have to be looking for what you've been praying for. Now write these three things down. These are three important elements whenever faith is in operation. Number one is hope. You have to hope beyond what you see. You, you have to hope. If you don't hope, you're not really moving in faith. It looks impossible. doesn't make any sense. But there's an element of hope that we have. I think Abraham, the Bible says, hoped against hope. The first hope was the natural hope. We looked hopeless, but the steady had spiritual hope. Then you have to have, not just belief, you have to believe. You have to believe in God's word, but you also have to believe in yourself. <laughs> Some of you know God's word is true, but you don't know your word is true. So there's a conflict. There's a conflict because the prayers came from you. That's why Jesus says whatever thing you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received them and you will have them. We're so powerful in praying for other people. And sometimes we don't believe our own prayers. So when you pray, you got to hope, you got to believe, and then you got to have an expectation. Expectation is the motor in faith. It is the, it, when you lift that expectation, I'm telling you, when you just, God, I just expect, wake up with a high expectation. Lord, I expect, I expect, something happens in the realm of the spirit because God moves. Those are like the three pist pistols in an, in an engine, hope, belief, and expectation. Whatever you've been praying for, whatever you've been believing God for, I want you to ask yourself the question, is there hope there? Do I really believe? I'm not talking about a feeling now. I'm talking about a, a resolve that it is already done. That's belief. And then the third thing is an expectation. Now, those three attitudes in faith will dictate certain behavior, certain attitudes, certain uh, behavior patterns so here it is the lord says in psalms 36 he speaks to david concerning israel says it is a set time of favor now i believe and he spoke this to me that it is a set time of favor for those who would dare to dream the impossible in spite of your past in spite of your pain and in spite of your present yeah circumstance problems can I just do this, y'all? I like to do this, and I almost forgot. Will you give my wife some love? This, this is my precious. This is my gift, y'all. I'm sorry. I promise you the anointing didn't go nowhere. It's still here. In fact, it might have just increased. I love you, sweetie. Thank you so much for standing beside me. You can't do what we're doing without having a genuine love for each other. You just can't do it. And I thank God for her, and I want you. Everyone in no public here and watching. Now, there is a set time for favor to manifest in your life. A set time. God told David this when he was under the stress because when he looked at the condition of Israel and the condition as to what had happened to their culture, what had happened to their community, and how they were displaced, there was a distress there. How many of you have some situations where you felt pressure and stress? And it was in that scenario that God said, 
but is my set time of favor. I will have mercy on you. And so this is the time when God says to you, if you're here or watching me, that your unexpected favor has come. <laughs> now, when you look at the Bible and you see the term time there, you have to understand the time. is. It, there's two uh, types of time, or, or I say two definitions of time in the Greek and Hebrew in Scripture. The first one is chronos, and most of us are familiar with chronos. And, of course, that is the uh, seconds, minutes, hours, days, months, years, decades, centuries, and millennia. That's chronos time. We keep track of that. That's why you have a watch for chronos. But then there's another time in scripture and it's called kairos. K-A-I-R-O-S. And kairos represent a God-appointed time. Which has nothing to do with your calendar. He says, now is it? And all of the universe has to respond to his word. And God told me to tell you today that you are in a Kairos moment dream. Kairos, here it is, it generally denotes God's divine intervention, watch this, in your life for accelerated. Accelerated event or occurrence on your behalf. This is a season of an accelerated intervention of God in your life. And I need just about five people to say, I receive that and begin to worship God. He's not going to consult with you on this blessing. He's not even going to consult with your friends. He's not going to, oh, thank you, Holy Ghost. He's not even going to consult with your past. He said, it's an appointed time. And if you receive it, God says, go ahead and give him a praise right now. He said, this is a set time. The favor of God to manifest in the lives, as he said here in Psalms 02, in his covenant people. And in your life, the church is in an approved time of supernatural favor. I heard that this morning. I had, now, now, this message has been here for a while, but this morning I heard him say, approved time. Now, you know how you act when something has been approved. Oh, you know how you act. You were all nervous and all scared and you were praying and telling the Lord, please let this thing go through. And when they came back and said, it's been approved, you about to lost your mind. But can I tell you, God says there's an approved time of favor and that prime of supernatural favor is this Sunday and you, you ain't acting like your favor has been approved. You ain't acting like your miracle has been approved. You're not acting like your healing has been approved. You say, how do I respond by giving him thanks? Anytime you receive something, you should say thank you. So give him a shout if you know he's approved it. Already approved. It's a moment that is unplanned, unexpected, unscheduled when God decides to bless and favor you. Some of you are struggling with this because in your mind, you're already trying to replay what you've done and what you could have done to get what you want to get. But if you can pay for it, if you can earn it, if you can afford it, then it ain't favor. 
I'm going to say it again. If you can pay for it, if you can earn it, or you listen to me, if you can afford it, then it's not favor. Favor has everything to do, with, watch this, with the person who is giving you favor. It means in the Hebrew, watch this, or Greek, to lean in your direction. See, the enemy has been working overtime to tell you God has been looking elsewhere. But I'm here to tell you he's looking at you. I'm here to tell you he's concerned about you. I'm here to tell you he's concerned about every pain, every trick that the enemy has tried to use against you in these last 30 days. But this is a season God says, I have favored you. And it's coming unexpectedly because I have scheduled it. Favor is the most important part in your life. It's an unexplainable blessing that comes in your life. Favor, in many cases, causes you to feel undeserved. It does not follow any national, rational, or reasonable explanation. It's just an approval of, of the king, of someone who's in position to favor you. God loves everybody in the room, but everybody don't have favor. God loved all of Joseph's brothers, but only Joseph got the coat. I just need about 20 people to say, I got the coat this morning. And if you're watching, I got the coat. I can't, I can't convince you, but <laughs> you can't, you got to receive this. Joseph, listen, God loves everybody. That's where you get confused. You're going to see it today. You get, your love of God confused with the favor of God. You get the love of God confused with the favor of God. He loves you unconditionally. But favor, favor is a force that comes to those whom God chooses to like at that moment. You don't need everybody to like you. You should have learned that during the pandemic. You don't need, how many people done walked out your life and left your life by now? You tripping, crying, hey, oh Lord, they done left, oh Lord, they done left the church, they done left my life, oh, they moved out the house, the pandemic, no, 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 God just revealed them. Because everybody can't be in the same room with your favor. Oh, oh God, I just heard that. Everybody can't be in the same space of your favor. I'm going to say that again. Everybody can't dwell in the same face with your favor. And some of you are trying to pull people in to a place that they haven't even walked in. I have favor in my life so I can talk about this, and I do. I, I'm not, and I'm going to explain to you what, how, how to walk in this, but I, want, I just want to declare this over you first. I have favor on my life. It's been on my life. And so I've been, I, I, I have great relationships with some people that would just die to, to have relationships with. I really do. You know, they just, you'd be, I would be surprised who I may talk to during the week. And I have learned that it's not, it's his favor. So there's some people who can see the relationships that I have, I have through favor. And they say, Dr. King, give me the hookup. And I know I can't give them the hookup because you ain't messing up my favor. You, you're not even prepared for this, this, this favor. 
So I can't introduce you, first of all, because you don't even know how to handle this favor. See, see, we have reduced favor to a brand new car, a brand new home. Come on, a backstage pass to a Janet Jackson concert. Y'all ain't going to say amen. <laughs> My wife said, walk easy now. <laughs> we have reduced favor to these kind of things. And that's, those are fruits of favor, maybe extensions of favor. But favor is an invisible force. That may manifest that way, but that ain't favor. A real revelation of favor is understanding God's undeserving love. So write these three things down. First favor I want to talk about is unexpected favor. No, excuse me, excuse me, not unexpected, I'm sorry. Universal favor. Now, universal favor is a favor that God gives all mankind. And you see it in Luke, the second chapter. It's a, it's, 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 it's a sovereign move of God. It is universal it is based on his acceptance of mankind in spite of his sinful condition you know when the angel showed up it says glory to god in the highest peace on earth goodwill toward man goodwill meant his favor toward man that's universal every man has that kind of favor because if he didn't we would none of us could be saved if he didn't favor man, oh, God, thank you, Jesus. That's why you can't stick your nose up at anybody. Or act arrogant above everybody because he favors, he, he's, he has, listen, you, the, the person you think is undeserving of God's goodness is the very one he's targeting. Universal favor, goodwill to woman is the only way we get saved. 2 Corinthians 6 talks about now is the acceptable time. Now is the day of salvation. That's grace. That's favor. That's the time we're living in. Anyone can receive that favor. And we have to start walking. See, when you really understand how God favors you, it doesn't make you prideful. It makes you humble. Are you listening to me? It, it, it enables you to extend grace to other people. I know how much God favors me. So I should be extending that favor to people who are undeserving of it. Mm -mm -mm. Universal favor. Thank God for it. Maybe that's why the psalmist says, arise. Because God is having mercy on Zion. Mm -mm -mm. So please understand this morning, you have universal favor. But then the second favor, I believe, is what I call upright favor upright favor. Psalms 84 and 11 says, no good thing will God withhold to them that walk upright. That, that's degrees of favor. That has everything to do, watch this, to your submission. You, your, if your favor comes then through God's process of developing your character. That favor is based on one's submission and obedience to God. And watch this, his God-ordained authorities in your life. You can't love God and be rebellious in every organization that you're in. You love God and your boss don't like you. You love God, nobody in your family like you. You love God and people in the church struggling to like you. Something not right with that picture, y'all. 
it could be that you're not submissive to any authority. I, now I'm, I'm a CEO, been one for years. And those of you that are supervisors, I know you've been a supervisor, Elder Walton, and all So you understand that you favor those who cooperate. You don't get my favor, and every time I say black, you say white. And then you start a white movement. You won't have favor in that space because you're contrary. And it ain't that everybody don't like you. You don't have favor because you're rebellious against your authorities. And God uses the authorities in your life to shape your character. He takes the difficult times, the, the events, the crises in your life, the most difficult people in your life to help form character. Character. Joseph was gifted. He had the gift of dreams. He saw his destiny as a teenager. He was going to literally be the governor of all of Egypt, which was, the great, which was the great power of that day. It was like the America of that day. It was like the China of that day. He saw it. He was gifted. But it took God 13 years to develop his character so that he could walk in it. And some of you, you can see your dream, you can see your destiny, but you don't have the favor for where he's taking you yet because you haven't allowed him to take you through the process of forming your character. I know it'd be quiet at this point. Y'all would shout me down a few minutes ago. Character takes difficult people, difficult times to help form through the word of God. How you respond through the word when you don't want to. It's not easy to forgive people. But guess what? It's written. So God uses character. He used, Joseph had to go through all of that. Not just that. Dreamers will always face unexpected conflicts. Situations in your personal life and ministry. And God says, before I can release the favor that's necessary to where you see yourself. You have got to have, well, learn how to have, an, have the right attitude in it. Anybody can shout when you're in the position on the job that you know you should be. Anybody can shout when your marriage is, has no, no uh, stress in it, no strife. Anyone can shout when situations are perfectly aligned up. But no, we don't just rejoice in the fellowship uh, of, of, the, of the resurrection, of power of the resurrection, but we also have to learn how to uh, know him in the fellowship of our sufferings. Are you listening to me? It's called upright character. It only comes for those who walk upright. Who don't cheat on their taxes. <laughs> who don't come in the last person on the job and the first person out. Character. What are you like when you ain't in church? God takes us through because he, he's not against you. He's, a, he, he's working on you because he has a plan to get you where you have to be, but you can't get there without, without having the favor because favor says to, to you, I can trust you. Joseph, I seen you handle yourself with Potiphar's wealth, 
Potiphar's house. I gave you everything and you managed it well. And even, even my own wife tried to seduce you. And you did not sin. Then I threw you in prison. You were falsely accused. I threw you in prison. But there I made you because of my favor. I gave you jurisdiction over all the prisoners. But that wasn't your destiny, Joseph. You, you know where you belong, but it don't look like you're getting there. But Joseph, if I don't work on your character, here it is. Number one, you will not know how to handle things. You learned how to handle things in Potiphar's house. You're fighting against process, y'all. He's trying to teach you how to handle some stuff. And he doesn't teach you with your own stuff. He teaches you with other people's stuff. I'm in prison. Falsely. Well, who told you you wasn't going to get lied on as a believer. I could write a book about lies that were told about Kenneth Robinson. Do it hurt? Yeah, it hurt. But you can't clap back all the time. You just, you, you, you just have to wait for God to vindicate that I favored you. Your haters are always waiting for you to fall. But when God favors you, your favor will always outlast <laughs> the lies. Joseph, now I'm going to teach you how to handle people in prison. Whoa, somebody shout, somebody shout. So, so Joseph, I'm giving, teaching you upright favor because there's degrees of favor, saints. You don't have, you don't, listen, that's why it doesn't make any sense to be jealous or envious of people because you don't know what they've walked through to gain that kind of favor. You don't have the favor uh, evaluation sheet. Joseph, you've learned how to deal with stuff, handle people's things, you pay your bills. Because you didn't buy the car yet. You borrowed it. They told you it was yours, but don't make a payment. You'll see just how much is yours. Miss three payments. We'll see how much is yours. Joseph, you've learned how to oversee people. Now you know how to treat people. No matter where you are in position, you know how to treat people. So now, Joseph, you're ready. You've always had the gift, but I couldn't let your gift take you where your character couldn't keep you. Look at somebody tell me you're a work in progress, but you're on the favor wheel. <laughs> He's just increasing the favor on your life. That's called upright favor. But today, somebody say today. The favor that God's releasing this morning has nothing to do with universal or upright favor. It's called unexpected favor. That's the kind of favor, watch this, that is based on his choosing, not yours. It is based on his sovereignty, not yours. 
which means that he has determined determined counsel of his will to override everything that's been happening in your life. Listen to me. If you're here today, God told me to tell you that this favor is according to the season that he has determined. I need about 50 people who know that God can bless your life when it's not perfect to worship him now. This ain't for the perfect people. I said, this is not for the perfect people, the people that have dotted every I and crossed every T. This favor is for people to understand. God, if you don't bless me, I'll never see the blessing. God, listen, this is not those, watch this, who think that God is giving them what they deserve. This is for those who are receiving, watch this, because God wants them to have what he wants them to have. Now go ahead and bless them today for, watch this, for unexpected favor. Oh, somebody shout hallelujah. This favor has nothing to do with your education. It has nothing to do, are you listening to me? It has nothing to do with your financial position today. It has nothing to do how, how educated or how beautiful you are or what your political persuasion is, your ethnicity, your nationality. This favor is just God appointed. Somebody shout hallelujah. This favor will transcend every barrier, racial barriers, social barriers, cultural barriers, financial barriers, relational barriers. I hear God saying even generational barriers. Yes, I'm about to release over your life history making favor. I need somebody that can understand that God can release a favor on you that will not only affect your immediate family, but affect the children's children's children. Oh, come on. Some things are taught, but other things are caught. I know some of you are struggling in your mind because you got everything lined up as to why it's not for you. But God told me to tell you this thing is unexpected and it's come to you today. It's like Mary. It was sovereign. Mary was minding her business. She was an ordinary young lady in an ordinary family, in an ordinary town, and in an ordinary day. But God had an unexpected time. So the angel says, Mary, rejoice. Oh, highly favored one. You see, just the very fact that says highly favored gives you to know there are degrees in favor. Mary, what? Rejoice. The Lord is with you. He has blessed you among women. I need some women that know it's your time of favor to give God a shout. Some of y'all, you better hear this. Mary, rejoice before the baby comes. Okay, you missed that. She ain't even had the baby. She ain't even gone through nothing yet, Walter. But she knows she's pregnant with something that the Holy Ghost has given her. And I need all the pregnant women in the spirit to start rejoicing. Because God says the women are highly favored today. Come on and praise him. That's why he chose you in front of your grandmother, your auntie, and your sisters. Because God says rejoice. If you rejoice, what's in you is about to be birthed. If you rejoice, it's going to be great. It's going to be powerful. It's going to save your family. It's going to save the world, Mary. But you got to rejoice before you even birth it. Come on, men, don't fight it. 
But God spoke to me and said, son, this is an hour for women. Women, you better understand there's unexpected favor for women today. Hear me. There's barriers that God is breaking for women who have been victims of inequality, victims of not being able to own their own home, not even having voting rights. Are you listening to me? He's trying to show you in the natural just by Camilla Harris, and I ain't really a fan of hers, but she's where she is. Breaking through, especially women of color. Women are going to own things today. They're going to run companies today. You better hear because there's favor on women. Don't hold up, fellas. I'm coming to you. But women, you need to rejoice. You need to understand, brothers, and don't get jealous of your wife in this season, brothers. Please celebrate what God wants to do through your wife. Don't keep a lid over her because she's your glory. And God says, I'm going to bless women in this season. You remember Esther? She didn't even have a mother or father. She was an orphan. Her daddy left her and her mother left her. But God said, I favor you, Esther. And here's how powerful that favor was. He moved the queen that was already in a position, Vastai, to put Esther where she belonged. Why? Because Esther had favor. I preached this in Dallas a couple of weeks ago. And I said, God is about to replace women. Watch this. Put you in the place of divine replacement. But there are women that are in the place that they don't even belong and God's about to move them out of the way and put you where you belong. I ministered that in Dallas. The next week, a young lady came to me. She said, you know what, Pastor? I had this woman that kept blocking me on the job. She, every time I did well, she, they kept coming to me and say, well, your supervisor says this and this and that. He said, do you know, Apostle, when I got there in the, uh, this past week, I found out that she had been removed unexpectedly. She, she wasn't even expected to be moved. But because of unexpected favor, and they gave me the position in which she was in. I need to tell you women, there's unexpected favor coming to your life. God's about to move some women that are in the wrong place. And he's about to put you in their space. Give God a shout if you receive it, women. Don't you let your gender. I hear God saying, in the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh and your sons and daughters your sons and daughters your sons and daughters shall prophesy come on I need you to understand women there's unexpected favor on your life in this season give God a shout alright brothers I'm coming to you because some of y'all couldn't even shout for your own wife. Can I get some husbands that will shout for their wife's blessing? Come on. Well, if you look at Acts the 12th chapter, Acts the 12th chapter, it tells you what God is doing in the realm of the spirit for men. Because the scripture says that Herod the king was harassing the church. And the Bible says he was harassing some that were in the church. And so who were the some? Who was the men? Because when the enemy wants to disrupt the family, he starts messing with the men. First thing he did is start killing. He killed James, who was the head of the church. And then he turned around after he killed James. He came back to Peter. 
Women, you need to understand that the enemy wants to lock your, your man up. You need to understand that the enemy wants to keep your man in prison. He doesn't, listen, he doesn't need to be in prison out there in society. And then when he comes home, you lock him up in another prison cell. I'm talking to men that don't even have a voice in their own home. You can't even say what you feel in your own house. I decree that spirit of Jezebel must be cast out in the name of Jesus. It's time for the real men to stand up. I didn't say take over. I said take your place. Somebody shout hallelujah. So watch this. They throw James and then they throw Peter in prison. Oh, the church had been praying, the Bible says. So the Bible says that the church was, constant prayer was made for the church. Now, for Peter, by the church. That's what we've been doing in February, constant prayer. And so the Bible says that they locked Peter up in the prison. And they assigned, watch this, four squads of soldiers. Now, these squads of soldiers, excuse me, were four soldiers apiece which means there were 16 soldiers that were there to keep Peter down. Women, you need to know what's coming against your man. 16 soldiers coming against your king. 16 soldiers trying to trip your man up. Y'all not here. Oh, you're listening to me. 16 guards over Peter. And not only that, but he had his feet shackled. But the scripture says that prayer was made unceasingly by the church. Look at somebody and tell me, I'm praying for my man. I'm praying for my uncle. I'm praying for every man because I understand the warfare that's associated. You got to understand. Watch this. So the Bible says that God sent an angel. It was an unexpected angel. I'm going to show you in a few moments. The angel came supernaturally and watches and set Peter free. The scripture says that the angel, walk with me if you will. The scripture said that the angel was leading Peter. And as Peter went past the first guard, oh, I believe that when you get past that first guard, you need to be giving God a shout of praise. I need some men who have come out of sin. Some men who have been set free. Some men who got your vision and dream back to give God a praise for where he's brought you then he goes back to stoop through the second God he's following him now through the second God but this was so supernatural Ella Walter when he got to the gate which was the third way or the gate to the city the scripture said that the gate opened on its own accord now look at somebody tell them that's favor because I'm telling you men the doors that you're going to walk in are going to open so wide why because it's unexpected favor God says if you get the walking out of your prison get up men and stop the walking he says God is going to supernaturally release angels over your life and get ready men new places of employment get ready men new vehicles for your family God God says generational wealth uh, is coming on you man all you gotta do is follow the angel uh, or follow the supernatural uh, and God says as you walk uh, doors are gonna swing open I need about a hundred people that praise God for swinging open doors my God not just doors not just doors popping in the key but God says gates that 
gates were swung open. I prophesy that gates are about to swing open as you step in your dream, as you step into that business, as you step into that family miracle. God said the gates are opening wide. I can see them right now. It is unexpected. So Peter walks out and he's in the Bible. So he thought it was literally a vision. He couldn't believe. I'm here to tell you that God will bless you so much with favor that it'll be too good to be true. Peter said, this don't make no sense. Was I dreaming? Can I tell you God can bless you so that it can feel like a dream? According to Psalms 126, when he turns your captivity, it's going to be like a dream. I feel the grace of God on me now. This next blessing on your life. And this is not just for the men. This is also for the women. God said this next blessing is going to be like a dream. Come on, it's going to be like a dream. Go ahead and praise God. Now watch this. When he gets to the door, he walks to the house where they have been praying. I want to show you this unexpected breakthrough. They are praying and Peter shows up to the door and he begins to knock. He knocks, and the young girl who answers the door, she recognizes Peter's voice. See, God will always, you got to always remember what God said before he shows you something. What's most important is what he said, not what he shows you. Okay, some of y'all going to get that when you get home. What did he say to you before the door was open? Knocks on the door. And she gets so excited, she runs inside to the people who are praying. And she says, it's Peter, it's Peter. The people who were praying says, girl, you done gone crazy. They're praying and they don't even believe their prayers. This is Acts the 12th chapter. Watch this. So here it is. The answer was knocking at their door. I prophesied to you that this unexpected favor is so powerful, it's going to knock the door down. It's knocking right now. Unexpected favor is answered prayer. But why is it unexpected? Was it simply because they didn't believe it was going to happen? Probably not. Probably not. It was supernatural and unexpected because of the timing. They did not expect God to do it that fast. Oh, can I tell you that God has accelerated your answers in this season? I need about a hundred people that will praise him for answering you speedily. David said, I was in distress and I cried out to God and God answered me speedily. Can I tell you that there's a rush? Now here's the miracle. It was just 24 hours because Herod had planned in this Passover season.
reason to bring Peter before the crowd. Now Herod knew that the Jews hated Peter. So Herod knew that if he brought them before the people, that the people were going to choose that Peter would be crucified. Watch this. But the Bible says that before Herod can even get to Peter, God delivered him in 24 hours. Okay, some of y'all got that. I'm here to prophesy to you. There's a 24-hour miracle that is headed to your house right now. You go ahead and praise him. Watch this. And Peter got so excited. He said, God, now I know you have delivered me from Herod. But here's the other thing he said. You have delivered me from the expectation of the people. Can I tell you what God's about to do? It's going to be so awesome that what they thought was going to happen is not going to happen. Look at somebody tell me it ain't going to happen. I don't care how much they've been whispering. I don't care how much they've been talking about you. Somebody prophesy it ain't going to happen. I don't care how much the devil's tried to take you out. Look at somebody tell me it ain't going to happen. Come on say what God said is about to happen. Now give God a shout for unexpected favor 24 hours weeping may endure for a night but joy it's coming in the morning you've had some tears you've had some pain you've had some disappointment but God says after the trouble comes the unexpected favor after the trouble comes the unexpected miracle weeping may endure for a night but joy look at somebody tell me your joy is coming come on tell them your joy is coming you've been dry you see like your prayers have not been answered but God says unexpected joy unexpected happiness unexpected romance unexpected money unexpected favor unexpected promotions unexpected bonuses I prophesy it unexpected titles unexpected contracts somebody ought to be shouting right now I'm calling it in existence unexpected children getting saved from sin unexpected healings unexpected deliverances give God a shout for your unexpected favor go ahead and praise him I'm done get three people and prophesy unexpected favor has come to your household and is an express blessing I'm telling you in 24 hours angels on an express to your household 24 hours what the devil meant for evil what looked impossible God is about to do the unexpected it's already done now shout because it's already done come on I said shout it's an unexpected favor has come. Come on, give him a high five. Come on, go ahead and praise him. Because I see miracles of healing. 
Even though Dr. Ken, how you know it's going to happen? Because I said it. You say, but Dr. Ken, how you know God going to do it? Because I said it. So you got to believe it. Let Dr. Ken, I got so much going on in my life. So you don't miss the whole message. This is one of those words of grace where all you got to do is just receive it. We'd like to thank you for listening to this life-changing message. We hope you enjoyed the word that was specifically prepared for you to hear today. You can send your monetary donation to our ministry online at www.dreamlifewc.com.